Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Third World Cinema Club. So, um, this one is one of my favorite films in this festival. Um, it's uh, it won the it won an award, I think, for for something. Um, audience choice, maybe I, I don't remember. Um, it's a 2021 film by uh, Joachim Trier, who directed Thelma, if you remember that film. It's called The Worst Person in the World. No? So um, it, chronicles the four year, it chronicles four years in the life of Julie, a young woman who, who switches from one career path to another. Um, and um, she also switches... Uh, low romantic partners in kind of the same way. Um, and in the process of this, in the process of these four years, she tries to take a look at um, who or what she really is. And uh, I guess, Jim, you're, have you seen this? The worst person in the world? No? Yes. Talagang inabangan ko. Yeah. <laughs> Ako din. Ay, padaling araw. <laughs> Ina- ala- Alauna lang umaga yung screening nito. Pinanood oh. ko talaga siya. So your thoughts, Jim, about um, the worst person in the world? Actually, ito yung favorite ko dun sa TIFF. And well, uh, fortunately, di ba ito kasi ano to, um, nanalo ng best actress si Renee Prince dun sa ano na to, sa performance niya dito sa worst person in the world. And I believe deserving siya. Mm-hmm. sa best actress sa kan. Ako nga nung while watching it, ang naisip ko, parang, ano pa tawag dito? Merong, ano eh, merong tayong Julie. Kasi yung character name niya is Julie. In every one of us. Diba? Kasi may part minsan sa buhay natin naging indecisive tayo. Ako nakarelate ako sa kanya dun sa part na yung indecisive sa career path. Kasi diba ako from call center, naging researcher. <laughs> Ang isang hmm. show, ng- ngayon, closed captioner na, di ba? So, parang, okay, yung mga decisions niya in life, doon ako naka-relate. Yung pag- pagdating sa, ano, sa indecision niya sa career path, gano'n. Pero, when it comes dun sa mga ano niya, sa mga, you know, per sex capage, siya kanya yun. <laughs> gano'n eh. Saka, ang nakakatuwa dito sa film, di ba? Maku-curious ka na talaga from the title itself, di ba na? Bakit siya, bakit, worst person in the world pero while watching it you cannot consider Julie as the worst person in the world even yung mga yeah. boyfriends niya naging boyfriends niya diba kasi parang sa atin ako nagiget, may part na, na nagigets ko si Julie na bakit even yung isa diba yung isang boyfriend niya yun yung nagsabi nung linya na the worst person in the world siya may mga part kasi sa life natin yung frustrations diba na may mga gusto tayong gawin or parang sana ito yung naging decision natin or naging may mga behavior tayo na parang we we felt na we are the worst person in the world when in fact hindi naman ganun. Uh-huh. Tapos ang gusto ko dito kay Julie, uh, yung character niya, carefree siya, free-spirited, saka liberated siya in uh, society standard. Ah. Yung na pag-usapan namin ni Kuya Roland nung after the screening, nagulat ako nung tinanong niya ako. Kasi ang nasabi ko kay Kuya Roland, ang galing ni Joaquim um, Trayer kasi napaka-observant niya. Mm-hmm. Kasi you cannot ano, direct or write a film about a woman na hindi mo alam yung journey. Kaya ang galing ni 
Joaquim Trayer na yung pagiging observant niya nalagay niya yun sa film, 'di ba? Kasi 'di ba sabi niya nga ano nga it was based sa mga ah uh, mga babae sa Nor- sa Norway, 'di ba? Mga Norwegian women. So parang galing ni ano, galing ni Joaquim Trayer. Ako kasi this is ano eh, yung first time ko makapanood ng Joaquim Trayer film. Hindi ko na yung Oslo, yung Reprise, even yung Telma. So, impressive si ano ah, Joaquim Trayer, ganun. Tapos, yeah. dapat kung may iba tong title, tong film, dapat ano to eh, Jury. Ano, A Life in Twelve uh, Chapters. Kasi diba, Twelve yun Chapters? <laughs> diba yun yung ano, yun yung original title niya? Tama ba? Ayun ba? Hindi ko, hindi ko... Hindi ko na ano. Na, Akala ko kaya mo sinabi yon dahil alam mo yung yun yung original title. <laughs> Actually, hindi. Teka, nara, Kasi ano siya eh, subtitle siya dun sa film. Nakita ko siya. Teka ha. Meron pa tong ano, no? Meron pa tong prologue sa ka-epilogue. Yun ang nakakatawa. Oo, yun. Basically yun, no? Teka, ang gusto ko dito sa film... At first, energetic na siya kaagad. Alam mo na, ano eh, na millennial, di ba? Uh, yung, gumo- yung, ano eh, yung tinatargetin yung gumawa. Ganon. And, uh, until the end, maganda siya kasi di ba may self-realization in the end and kahit ambiguous yung ending, yun yung pinag-usapan namin ni Kuya Roland after the screening. Yung paisip kami, ano ba nangyari kay Julie? Ganon. Doon sa baby niya. Sorry, spoiler alert. Ganon. And I believe si Julie kasi, she's an accurate representation of a millennial woman. Saka, we can consider Julie na, ano, na difficult, one of ano, difficult people. Pero actually, hindi. Hmm, ayun, yun lang so far. <laughs> nah, she's, she's just living her life naman. Yung ano ko sa ending na yun, parang maybe what she saw was real or maybe it's some other person um, na this is what my life could have been pero I don't regret it. Parang ganun yung feeling ko sa kanya. Uh, Roland, ikaw, your thoughts on uh, the worst person in the world? Yun. First of, 80s, uh, ano ako, 80s kid ako. I don't know kung same sa, sa inyo or mas bata kayo. <laughs> tayong dalawa. 80s kid tayong dalawa. Oh, okay. Sorry naman kuya. So, kaya ako sinabi yun. Kaya ako sinabi yun kasi after the film, napaka, napaka, na, nakipag-usap ako sa friend ko dahil sabi ko, The film is really good pero hindi hindi ko makakonect sa decisions nung lead girl and because maybe it's generational gap and mas nakaka-relate ako doon sa sinabi nung boyfriend nung ano nung older boyfriend like even yung yung incident na nangyari sa kanya kasi because I have a best friend who is a feminist and whenever we have conversations meron ako minsan mga nasasabi na I don't mean it pero madali sila ma-offend and they will take it against you and kapag ka nagsalita ka ng next line mas masama na yung reaction parang yung nangyari doon sa guy di ba sa interview I'm I'm sure he he doesn't mean what he says and may mga components lang ng intergenerational gap you know and and napuput into wrong context minsan yung sinasabi mo and and because uh you don't understand each other in terms of generation. And doon nakarelate ako, doon sa mga sinabi, doon pa sinabi ng boyfriend na, na we were born in those times na yung culture is napapass through, through objects. So it means merong mas tangible siya, mas objective. Unlike yung mga newer generations na na masyado sila maraming options. So mm-hmm. they have unlimited options and it's giving them 
uh, false hope or rush or urgency na marami sila magagawa in a short period, period of time. That's why even in the research, yung mga younger folks daw is mas madaling mag-resign. They can move uh, into five jobs in seven years, something like that. Because in my experience, I stayed with my job more than five years uh, each in a company. So that's why uh, hindi, hindi, hindi ko magets yung indecisiveness ni nung lead character but but i feel her i feel yung regret niya and it's it's wonderful na yung director na pagcontrast niya yung uh, kung bakit hindi sila nag-workout ng boyfriend because nakaka-relate ako dun sa boyfriend hindi ko siya ma in a way hindi ko siya maintindihan so in that sense para na put ko yung sarili ko kung bakit hindi sila naging compatible pero i think they love each other more compared to the other uh, i mean mas mahal niya yung older guy kaysa sa younger guy that's my take Yun. And I, I really like it. After the film, napaisip ako. Ang dami kong tinanong doon sa friend ko. Ganyan. Kasi feminist siya. Eh. So, liberated yung, ano, eh, yung, yung lead character. Eh. So, marami akong binalidate sa kanya. So, nagkaroon ako ng maraming retrospective after the film. Mm. I, yeah, I like it after I saw it and after I talked to several people. Ako... Yeah, I think this is one of my favorite films in the festival. And it's one of the most rewatchable then. Parang I would wa- I would rewatch this. Um out of all of out of most of the films na napanood ko uh, sa TIFF. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh agree ako kay Jim for a pers- for a screening na madaling araw. Sobrang na-hook na ako do sa ending na very ay, sa opening na very energetic. Um uh ang dami niyang ano, it's it Tama nga nung kay Roland yung paralysis of choice, no? There are so many choices for young people these days na parang meron kang parang fear of missing out if you don't try the newest, uh, shiniest thing. And, Yan yung ano, tamang term, fear of missing out. Di ba? May FOMO eh. And mm-hmm. ano, um, ito yung naging dilemma nung character ni Julie for herself na tipong she is, is she letting things pass by or is she uh, is is a decision to settle down the better decision and yung pumasok talaga doon yung there are some decisions talaga in our lives that we regret in the long run and um yun na feel ko yun kasi a lot of us talaga kahit na yeah, tayong mga ano mga generation ano ba tayo mga 1980s na bata when we get into a crossroads in our careers talaga, na parang... 90s talaga, man kami. Oh, 90s. 90s kaya ni Sese. Pumabot <laughs> <laughs> na tayo na tipong, ito ba talaga gusto ko sa buhay ko? Not just in terms of romance, but also in terms of, you know, many other things. And um, aside from that, the movie is just really well made. And sobrang gal- galing ng, ng performance ni Renat Ringsve or whatever, however you you pronounce that name and yung dalawang dalawa niyang leads no um and uh, i love yung pagka pagka she really feels like a flesh and blood human talaga someone that you you'd meet in on the street or someone that you can be a friend to um and it's not hindi naman she makes she makes not the best decisions in life pero you you understand naman eh her decisions eh. it's 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 backed up by the story and and also the filmmaking in the in terms of the filmmaking aspect and dami nilang they were throwing everything um at 
at the screen na tipong mayroong parts pa dyan na animation, there were some parts na na parang very slow there were slower parts there's parts na parang montage yung part the, my favorite chapter of all of the chapters would probably be yung party the party where she meets her second boyfriend um uh, na tipong we can't cheat but <laughs> we do all of these other things na tipong dude that's kind of cheating na this kind of cheating na pero yun um And regarding yung Titan na the worst person in the world, it can also refer to yung parang um, this guilt na either generational or not na yun nga, with all of the choices that you've been given, are you a bad person for not trying to think of all of them? Or, or parang throwing one away in, for the sake of another? Parang does that make me a bad person? And I, I don't think that's necessarily true then. And the film, the film takes that view, in my opinion as well. So yon. <laughs> I love this film. Please, if you get the opportunity to watch it, maybe lumabas siya sa movie sa Pilipinas, makaipirate nila yan or something. So yon. Any final thoughts before we move on to the next film? Wala? Okay, let's go on to one of two films released this year from Yusuke Hamaguchi. It's uh, Drive My Car. So Drive My Car is an adaptation of a uh, Haruki Murakami short story um, like Burning no? or Tony Takitani. Um, it's, uh, if you want to read the original short story, it's in the collection Men Without Women. It's the first story there. Actually, binabasa ko siya ulit ngayon for my review. Um, It tells the story of this playwright or this um, ano ba siya? stage actor and director yun, uh, named Kafku. Um, he is still unable to cope with the loss of his wife two years earlier from sudden death. And um, finally, uh, after two years, he agrees to a staging of uh, Anton Chekhov's um, film, Uncle Vanya. And... Um, He goes to this parang oh, probinsya ba yun? Basta he's this far off city to to do the staging. And due to circumstances beyond his control, he he is given a chauffeur um, to drive him there. And through that, he begins to process his grief. Um, siguro, I'll start this off because I think this is my this is this is my favorite film of uh, this edition of TIFF. Uh, I'm biased kasi I like Rizuki Hamaguchi. Uh, I like Haruki Murakami as well. His works. Um, this is not. Uh, this is not a straightforward an adaptation as say Tony Takitani. This is more like Burning. Uh, the there there are some liberties with the script and Hamaguchi transforms it to, into something better, in my opinion. Um, uh, it's this. This is a very interesting meditation on grief. on language on translation um, when the if you notice the staging of uncle vanya is very peculiar because all of the characters are speaking in their first language so may tagalog may korean may chinese may japanese um, and parang it, it's something like the words don't make sense it's like a mantra eh. the words don't make sense what's more important is the emotions that 
you convey in between those lines. Um, add to that the the idea na while while Kafuku is riding in his car, he is rehearsing lines na yung counterpoint niya is yung his dead wife, the voice of his dead wife. So you can think of the the situation as his dead wife parang he is he's saying all of these things to his dead wife but it doesn't matter because they're just words where are the emotions behind them and you know it's 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 three hours long it's a very long film pero um ako from start to finish uh, i was captivated by it um kahit na yun nga medyo medyo puyat medyo mahaba and um I have to give props to the performances. Uh, Hideto Shinishijima um, is great as Kafku, the title character. Um, med- okay din si Tokomiura. She's, she's an actress-singer. She sang the opening theme for Weathering With You, if you know that film. <laughs> Pero here, she's, she's very emotionless. Tsaka iba yung itsura sa akin ni Misaki. Sa, sa story kumpara dito sa film. Pero she, she still managed to pull it off. And ano pa ba? Yeah. Uh, it, it's also a treatise. It's, it's a treatise on how we don't really know 100% of another person. But that's okay. Um, what's probably more important in order to know other people is to know yourself first. And what is it you want to do? What is it you want in, for example, your relationship with someone else to make it work? And don't pumapasok yun. It's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I guess one, my, one, my one nitpick probably would be the, the, the epilogue um, that takes place in kind of COVID-19 times. Pero um, baka Hamaguchi was going going somewhere else with that in terms of how we're all strangers then um, during the pandemic or something. Pero parang tack on siya compared to the rest of the film. But otherwise, other than that, I really love this film. It's, it's, I think it was one of the best films of the year for me. Just for me, my opinion. But, you know, yun. Um, how about uh, you, Jim? Your thoughts about the film? Um, ako nagustuhan ko yun, yung ano, Drive My Car. Actually, yung galing ni Hamaguchi kasi he made two great films this year. Mm. Yung Will of Fortune and Fantasy na. Nagustuhan yeah. ko din. Ganda nun, ganda nun. <laughs> Ang cute. <laughs> cute ng mga dialogue. Parang weird, pero okay. <laughs> Tapos, etong Drive My Car, ang gusto ko dito, kasi diba, uh, dun sa ginawang uh, adaptation of Anton Chekhov's play, Mm-hmm. dun sa film. Ang maganda, pinakita kasi dito na yung may diversity of actors, di ba? From Japan, Korea, mm-hmm. Taiwan, Philippines. Kaya gula tayo, parang, ay, may nagtatagalog. Si Perry oh. Dizon! <laughs> <laughs> Although, di ba, we're not, ano naman, na new in, in Japanese film na nakapano tayo ng mga Filipino in Japanese film like in All Under the Moon, di ba, na doon uh. si Rubin Moreno, and then... <laughs> Pwede um, mo mag-audition? <laughs> Pwede mo mag-audition? <laughs> Diyos kaya Maguchi, kailangan mo ng malaking tao for scenes. Ako po. Pwede mo mag-audition? <laughs> Ayun. <laughs> Nakatawa. 
nakakatuwa lang, nakakatuwa yung ano, nakakatuwa yung film na ganun yung ano, may diversity of actors. Meron pa nga 'di ba Death or Hard of Hearing na mm-hmm. sign of language, no? Parang Korean sign language. Oo, oh, 'di ba? Ang maganda kasi doon, pinapakita na yung 'di ba nga sabi nga ni Bong Joon-ho dati, 'di ba na once you overcome the one inch tall barrier of subtitles, you will be introduced to so many more amazing films. And eto yun eh, yun yung evid- yun yung evidence sa film. And aside from that, uh, gusto ko on how um, depicted yung group sa film. Diba? Kasi may part doon na like yung bida na lalaki, he blamed himself na parang he killed his wife. Even yung chauffeur, mm-hmm. diba? yung driver niya na parang nung nakikwentuhan sila, siya naman, she blamed herself sa pagkamatay ng nani niya because wala siyang ginawa. Uh-huh. Diba? Parang sa atin kasi pag when we experience demise or death in the family, iba-iba tayo ng way to cope or deal with ano, with death. Kaya yun yung parang, ah, okay, oo nga, no? Kasi may part din na parang, oo nga, no? Kung may nagawa pa sana ako other than that, baka siguro naka-ano pa, naka-survive pa yung yung loved one ko, gano'n. Parang doon sa part na yun, maganda yung ano na yun, yung sa usapan na yun. Yeah. And yun nga, mahaba tong pinikula. Mahaba siya. Ko na, mahaba siya. Actually, nung yung unang part, dahil nga, di ba, kapapanood lang natin ng worst person in the world, nakatulog din ako. And then, naabutan ko na, parang, I don't know kung 10 minutes yun, kasi naabutan ko, I'm sorry ha, yung nagsisex na yung, <laughs> yung mag-asawa. So, ano na nangyayari? Hindi ah. <laughs> ko na naabutan yung first scene. Kaya nabulat ako, may ganito na kaagad. Ganun. Yung pala, hindi naman pala talaga. Yung parang maganda naman pala yung ano, succeeding ng mga eksena. Although, aminado may part na naka-edip ako dun sa nag-uusap yung actor saka yung director. Kasi parang haba ng usapan nila. Ah, actually, so, Jim, yan yung parang, for me, ha, yan yung parang climax nung pelikula. <laughs> oh my gosh! Kotse, oh. Nasa likod ba sila ng kotse? Yun yung isa sa pinaka-important oh. conversations ng film eh. <laughs> yung kung pinento ko ano yung, yung karugtong na story, ha? yun yung oh. kapulito ko. Actually. Hindi <laughs> pa po yun. Parang nung A Girl Missing, ni ano, Fuji Fukada, yung kung kailan, kung kailan mayroong important na conversation, nakakaidipan ko, oh my gosh. <laughs> parang yun yung context nung, nung wife eh. Ah, uh, din yung context ng wife. Mm. Mm, I see. Oh my gosh. Guys, huwag yung ano, huwag nyo kong gayahin, nakakaidip sa <laughs> Mr. Pelikula. Okay lang yun. <laughs> okay lang yun. It happens to all of us. Yeah, true. Um, uh, Roland, your thoughts about Drive My Car? So yun, nakakatawa kasi parang yung effect niya sa akin, parang-pareho sa burning. And parang nakalimutan ko na yung burning is Murakami rin. Ah. Parang pinaalala pa sa akin ng friend ko na Murakami din. Ay, oo nga kasi yung effect sa akin, nung pinanood ko yung burning, siguro mga after kung panoorin yung film, okay, it's good. Tapos habang namatagal, parang nare-realize ko na parang ang dami pala niyan layer tapos parang na-appreciate ko siya tinataas ko yung rating ganun ganun din yung naramdaman ko sa Drive My Car nung immediately napanood ko siya na-realize ko it's a good film ganyan parang very poetic pero later on at sa ako nagugas ako ng tinga naglalaba na- naisip ko yung layers niya aba may ma- marami pala siyang layers na ano na, na pinakita like for example yung yung akala mo lang nagre-recite siya ng lines dun sa ano dun sa car with the audio tape, right? Pero parang ah. confession niya in a way sa real world dahil hindi niya, parang kinoconfess niya sa artistic side niya dahil hindi niya masabi in the real plane. Pero 
it blurs the line or the demarcation line between reality and fiction, right? So in a way, yun yung way niya of coping up. So in that way, it's 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 something very profound. And also yung yung play na na conceptualized in different language, you know, like I think it it uh, it's a symbolism of you know barriers of our communication of or knowing of someone. So aside from translation of this and the language. So it's very hard to decipher what's in the heart of someone. And personally, kasi na-experience ko yun when, when I lost my father, we found some things na hindi namin nakalain na, na nagpe-pertain sa kanya yon nung buhay siya. So in a way, ganun, na parang hindi mo makikilala yung tao fully while buhay siya. And hindi mo malalaman yung reason why he keeps on things na sa tingin mo is not a big deal. Pero kinit niya anyway. So yung, yung mga ganung type of things na, na hindi mo mararationalize yan forever ka na lang mag-wonder because he's gone forever, you know, and, and wala nang way para, wala kang makikitang letter or closure or whatever. It just happens. It's just gone. So, in that in that sense, sobrang makarelate ako dun sa film. And yung yung huli, yung sa play, it's so touching. Kaya nga nila-research ko yung whole lines. Yung, sina, yung about dun sa kay Uncle Vanya and yung about dun sa grief. So, I really love that. This is a film na it keeps on growing on you even even now if you think of it you like it you like and like it even more than you have initially watched it so i think that's why kapag may chance si Jim panoorin niya ulit dahil talaga <laughs> yung sa car very important yung sorry Parang uh, ano, Jim, Yun. parang nanood ka ng Star Wars tapos hindi mo na alam na sumabog yung Death Star. Eh, hindi pa yung kasi yung usapan nila. Sabi ko, shucks, hindi ko na napansin. Parang unti-unti, parang nag-hypnotize ako na parang okay, nailip na ako. Nagising na ako. Parang tapos na sila mag-usap. Kasi, ano na nangyari? Kaya napatanood din ako sa'yo dyan. Ano na nangyari? <laughs> Ayun. <laughs> Pero yun lang, ay... Baka mo sa Netflix. Oh, Lala abang sa Netflix. Super... Uy, Netflix. Okay. Yan, exciting. Hmm. Drive my car ba to? O di ba, sige lang nagpakita. Diba? <laughs> <laughs> A princess <laughs> kind of suddenly <laughs> appears. <laughs> oh. Mix <laughs> Death Star and Sleeping Together. <laughs> Joke lang. Ay, drive my car ba to? Yung lalabas sa Netflix. Hopefully. Oh. Ayan. Yes. I think <laughs> confirmed na. Nagpakita sila ng parang mga ads yata. Oh, nice. Okay. Interesting yeah. na ano din. Uh, interesting observation. Yung babae na, yung asawang namatay. Si Rika Kirishima. Mm-hmm. She also starred in another uh, Murakami adaptation. Norwegian Wood. If you know mm-hmm. that. Uh-huh. Um, Ay, gusto ko yung film na yun. Ayun. Nakakapag-tune. Maganda yun. Maganda Norwegian Wood. I love it. Tapos first mm. one of the first um on-screen appearances yan ni ano ni Kiko Mizuhara. So Oh, ni Kiko. Yes. Nakakala ko Sumarang si Kiko. <laughs> Kala ko si ano, Jung Dabin, nung boy pa si Jung Dabin. Basta si Jung Dabin. Oh, sa Atika. Kala ko dati, oh, ba't nandito si Jung Dabin? Tapos hindi pala si Kiko pala. <laughs> Kiko Mizuhara. <laughs> Uh, ako hindi ako fan ni Murakami kasi nakabasa ako ng works yung mga books niya like mm-hmm. Hardboiled Wonderland tapos meron pang isa I forgot yung title wait Hardboiled ang una mong binasa Jim? Mm-mm, hardboiled yung una ko nabasa <laughs> eh, kaya pala hard eh. iba yung pano- babasahin mo 
Uh, Di ba bang sabi nga nila, ano, Kafka on the Shore nga daw, yung ano, parang recommended. Mm-hmm. May nagre-recommend. Parang yun yung pinaka-popular niya sa, uh, ano, even sa mga hindi niya fans, alam yung Kafka on the Shore. Uh, ako siguro may recommendations kay Murakami would be Norwegian Wood. Tsaka yung fudge. Ano nga ba yung libro niya? Teka, teka, hanapin ko. Uh, the Wind-Up Bird Chronicle. Yun. Yun yung... Yun yung natay yung nabasa ko na di ko rin bet. Sorry. Di mo bet yun. Yun yung oh, may oh. ano, yun yung may balon. Ayun nga. Ayun na nga yun. <laughs> uh, maganda yun. Siguro pa lang talaga ng ano, ng, di ko lang talaga ano. Preference. Oo, oh, iba lang. Ano, Pero in fairness with Drive My Car, actually mas gusto ko to than ano, um, Burning. Oh, oh, okay. Interesting. Hmm. Yun. Um, any final thoughts about Drive My Car before we move on to the second to the last film? Hala? Ayun. Um, if you have the chance, please watch it. I recommend it. It's my one of my favorite films of this year. Um, so the next film is uh, from Camila Andini, uh, a frequent uh, contributor kumbaga, to TIFF. Um, this one is called Uni. And um, It's about a teenage girl living in Indonesia who has a lot of big dreams for the future. And uh, she has a crush on her teacher. Um, but then, but then, um, there are some people who, who want to have an arranged marriage with her. She rejects some of them at first, but, you know, there's a superstition that says if you reject more than two marriage proposals, you might never get married ever. So, um, before, uh, yung una ko lang masasabihin ko dito, eh, pa, nung pinanon ko to para siyang, ang natandaan ko is parang, ano, yung moral ni Marilu Diaz Abaya. Pero, sige, I'll, I'll reserve Ikaw, my... moral talaga. Moral eh, diba? I'll reserve my thoughts for later. Pero, okay. Uh, Roland, your thoughts on the film? So, yeah, itong film na to, nagulat ako dahil very simple siya, very quiet, pero nag-throw siya ng maraming punch. So, parang sunod-sunod eh, in a way. Um, and it's very refreshing na makita sa isang female, actual female team, filmmaker na pinepresent niya what's wrong with my country in terms of uh, how they treat women. Mm-hmm. So, unang-una yung arranged marriage, di ba? Like, parang ginawa siyang pimpong kung sa kanin-kanino lalaki siya in, ano, in offer. Mm-hmm. And nire-reject niya. Pero, the more na i-reject niya, nagkakaroon ng uh, notion yung society na something negative about her. And, yeah. and yun yung yeah. first thing na wrong. And another thing is that all uh, these women are being exposed to uh, to uh, sex or they are being de-virginized even before they understand the changes happening to their body. Because meron silang conversation about like yung about sa adolescence, ano yung, yung sa menstruation and all. And it's very sad na before nila ma-discover yung gradual process na yun is na de-virginize na agad sila or napapakasal na sila agad sa mga older men or sa mga guys na hindi naman nila gusto. And yung kwento mo na may gusto siya doon sa teacher niya, I think 
ang isa-isa yun sa pinakamagandang point na na-highlight din ng film dahil nung na-discover niya yung sikreto ng teacher niya and imbis na yung reaction ng teacher niya is to help her or or to help each other is ito yung mga times na yung makikita natin yung one marginalized one marginalized type of uh, people in the societies attacking another marginalized person so parang dito sa Canada in a way dapat yung mga minority di ba yung mga marginalized magtulungan sila pero in the end ang nangyayari is inaattack pa nila each other imbes na yung tulungan yung isa't isa para para ma-save yung sarili nila or to their own advantage i think yung part na to na film is is very meaningful na ipakita yung fear ng mga tao doon sa 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 ganung klase ng society na ibig sabihin na na i will I will sacrifice another person yeah, para mag-gain para maitago ko yun sa akin or mag-gain ako. Pero in reality, we are just the same. We are having different battle and we are both mar- uh, member of the marginalized part of the society. So, yung parang ganun, di ba ang sad? So, yeah. Like dito, nakikita ko yun na, na, na other races are being racist to another races. So, imbis na magtulungan yung mga minorities, they attack each other. So, very fun. Ayun. Uh, Jimmy Cow, your thoughts on uni? Ako, nagustuhan ko yung uni. Mm-mm. Tapos, mm. ang while watching it, sabi mo, parang regional cinema dito sa Philippines and ano, particularly, Mindanawan cinema. Ganun. Tapos, actually, I agree with ano, Kuya Roland's um, thoughts on the film. Diba? Kasi, napaka-provocative ng film. And I like yung part din na ano, yung revelation na nalaman niya yung secret ng ano, ng teacher niya. Kasi instead na tawag ito, instead na well, spoiler alert, uh, mag-come out siya. Ang nangyari, nag-propose din siya dun sa girl. Diba? Na sadly, yun yung way niya to conceal yung ano niya identity niya and at the same time ano siya na pressure na pressure siya with the expectations of society and sadly kasi itong mga ganitong tradition hindi pa rin siya nabibreak kaya ang na, ang oppressed dito ay ang babae tapos um in addition dun sa sinabi ni Kuya Roland meron ang another thing na diniscuss din dito sa film aside from yung nadi-divergenize sila in the early age is yung early sexualization. Nagkakaroon na sila ng curiosity about sex in a young age. Diba? Mayroong pangang discussion doon sa film about ano female ma- female masturbating. Diba? Which the lead actress or the lead character, I'm sorry, uh, na-curious siya. So ginawa niya, ganun. Tapos diba, in order to escape another proposal, nakipag-ano siya, nakipag-sex siya with, ano, with the guy na same age niya na may gusto sa kanya para lang ma-break yung, ano, diba, yung proposal. And nakakalungkot, nakakalungkot na ano to eh, na bahagi ng lipunan na may mga ganito pa rin tradition, may ganito pa rin, ano, thinking or kaisipan. Kasi ang laging alanganin or laging na agrabyado is women. Ayun. Ayun. Um, sa akin, ito, this is really, this is also one of my favorite movies at TIFF. Um, 
and uh, yung parang discussion niya on how women are treated in Indonesian society uh, contrast niyo to with another Indonesian film that that aired in TIFF yung uh, Vengeance is Mine but all others pay cash diba? so si Vengeance is Mine is directed by Edwin Agai pero this one is directed by a woman so makikita mo talaga yung yung contrast in how how they treat women how women have agency over their own fates or the lack thereof and um kung paano nila kinik- they're they're basically doing the same thing they're criticizing this hyper masculine uh, or, or this yung parang sobrang machismo na society and ano nga tama si Jim na yeah this could also happen in the Philippines um in Mindanao especially kasi very they're very culturally similar pero in terms of yung mga some parang cons- aspects of conservatism I can see this also in other places in the Philippines um, gusto ko the frankness of how the girls dealt with their sexual issues reminded me na of moral um, uh, and also unit eh, parang sobrang sobrang absurd nung mga pinapagawa sa kanila na tipong sa school nil there's someone pushing school mandated virginity tests tapos all of the suitors sobrang creepy nung dating nila sa akin parang lalo na yung the old guy tapos nung sinabi nung babae sa kanya na hindi na siya virgin kaya I'm not the person for you parang yung yung guy pa yung nakasabi na parang this is a bad thing magdasal ka muna parang ah oh, parang eh <laughs> magalit ka for the female characters And um, ang gusto ko pa dito is may halo silang, the film is very poetic visually and also in words. Um, the film is a, is made as a tribute to the poet uh, Sapardi Joko Damono, no? um, who died I think last year. And um, the one of the poems that figures prominently in the center of this film, yung Reign of June or something like that, is one of his poems. Um, which yun nga, para ma uh, it it brings a whole lot of para mas may may additional layer pa of kagandahan na naipapatong sa kanya and uh, yun the ending is kinda ambiguous hope you can interpret it one way or the other of course ako personally ayoko na ng mga <laughs> ayoko na ng mga nihilistic endings so I go with the optimistic ending Um, and in this case, yeah, um, pero it's, I agree with yung sentiment na this film shows how these teenagers are given life choices in, in an age na hindi pa sila prepared. They're meant to face these things that they don't understand. Kasi they, the, the schools don't teach these things to them. Kaya hindi nila alam what to do. They they find comfort in each other kasi that's only that's the only place that they can find comfort diba there's this part na uni um connects with this parang ano divorced na hairdresser na she's the one who teaches her about sexuality and stuff she can't ask her parents kasi nagtatrabaho abroad and she can't ask her grandmother because her grandmother is ano 
is is although very loving in grandmother niya, she's very um conservative, she's very traditional uh, in that case. So yun. Parang uh, talagang arranged marriages talaga they ugh, give me the creeps. And um yeah, if 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 a lot of people uh, some people there have access to this film, it would be very interesting to compare this with other contemporary Indonesian films na that discuss um, these feminist topics um, and uh, criticize yun nga, the, the overly patriarchal system na nagpe-prevail sa Indonesia and in a lot of Southeast Asian countries as well. Yun. Um, and I guess additional trivia lang, if you want to watch the lead actress of the film, si Arawinda Kirana, yan. Para siyang ano natin, ano ba natin siya? Andrea Brillantes, ganun. <laughs> Barbie Fortesa. May kita niyo sa, sa ano, Quarantine Tales sa Netflix. Nandun siya somewhere. So, watch out for that. Ayun, yun lang. Any final thoughts on the film before we move on to our final final destination? Wala? Okay. So, our last film for today, ayan, Princess, maghanda ka na kasi pelikula mo to. Uh, our last film for today is a film direct, the first feature film directed by Carlo Manatad. It's uh, entitled Whether the Weather is Fine. Okay. Um, it's set against the backdrop of Typhoon Yolanda and it features a mom and her son who struggles for survival no? um, uh, and deal with the absurdity of fate. Um, so the son is the mother played by Chara Santos is walking through the desolate landscapes of uh, Tacloban or wherever this is Tacloban siya. Uh, and she's looking for her husband meanwhile um, the son played by Daniel Padilla is trying to get out of the island then and uh, trying to survive and uh, yun Uh, siguro princess ikaw since ito yung pelikula mo talaga handa ka na ba princess? <laughs> okay oh, okay lang <laughs> oh, sige what are your thoughts on whether the weather is fine? Um, so yun uh, actually hindi ko inexpect na magugustuhan ko siya sorry naman may, medyo may konting discrimination kay ano Daniel Padilla <laughs> kasi yun nga parang I I don't I didn't actually have like big expectations about his performances. So medyo na surprise ako. Tapos natuwa rin ako kasi somehow yung film, although maraming I mean medyo mag mas, maganda yung mga ibang um movies na nagtackle about Typhoon Yolanda, like yung si ano nga si sino ba to? Yung short film last year na Black and White. Ay, yung ano, um, to come Pagpapakalma the... ng unos. Unos. Oo, oh, yun. Yung pagpapakalma. So, maganda yung interpretation niya nung, um, nung disaster na yun. So, ito, ibang atake naman siya. Um, alam mo yung kahit medyo satirical siya, hindi ka natatawa kasi alam mo na medyo they're just trying to put a different interpretation on Filipino culture na pag may sakuna, we... we try to distract ourselves with entertainment, ganyan. Um, medyo na, ako bilang bisaya, medyo na, na, na off lang ako sa accent nila, na parang, hindi ko ma-figure out na una kung ilonggo ba to, or bisaya. Kasi may mga bisaya na dialect 
na parts. Pero, kasi niya, kinorek niyo nga ako na waray pala siya. Pero kahit pa war- kung waray man siya, sabi ko, bakit ang lamya? Parang mas applicable siya as ilonggo. Mm. Kasi very malambing yung pagkakadeliver nila ng, ng dialect. So, yun lang siguro. Parang minsan naisip ko, paano kaya kung ginawa dito, ano, parang more of native speaker ulit yung actors, ganyan, rather than, you know, Madam Charo, ganyan. Although, syempre, si Madam Charo yun. So, sige, pagbigyan. <laughs> Tapos yun. So, ayun. Um, nagustuhan ko yung performance nung girl, si dating MNL48. Oo. Uh. Dan Francine si Francis Refol. Nagano pa sila nag uh, kaya ba siya kinas diyan dahil sa work ni Carlo Manatad sa MNL48 documentary. Maybe kasi dati siyang well hindi na siya MNL48 ngayon, parang Star Magic na ata siya alam ko. Ah okay. Tas yun, siguro dahil nga ano, dahil sa ay, yung dating work ni Carlo Manatad, kaya siguro siya yung kinuha. Na okay naman kasi hindi ko rin halata. Ayun, sa kanya actually mas medyo nag-drone on ako na. Ah, siguro ano to, native speaker. Tapos nung sinurch ko, ah, hindi pala siya, ano. Ano pala siya? Taga MNL48 pala siya. So, yun. <laughs> yun. And then, um, very, may, iniisip ko lang, saan kaya to sinut? Like, is this pre-pandemic or post-pandemic? Ang galing nga na uh, na-recreate nila. Oo, kasi parang siguro kung doon mismo or kung CGI man siya, ang ganda ng pagkakagawa kasi talagang very raw na I would also agree with Jim, parang na-mention niya na para siyang colorful taklub, ganyan. <laughs> colorful uh, taklub. <laughs> Sabay gano'n. <laughs> kulay putik oh, oh, diba? ba yung parang, taklub? Kaya sinabi mo yan. Oo, oh, oh, <laughs> kulay putik. Sepia, gano'n. Sepia. Sepia. Kulay kilikili gano'n. <laughs> <laughs> Grabe kayo. Uy. Grabe naman po. Sumapute. Gano'n. Ayun. <laughs> <laughs> so, yun. Very colorful siya. Kahit pa, alam mo na, hiniram lang natin access ni Rolando. Pero alam mo yun, very colorful siya in a way na masasad ka kasi yung reality doon is that puro lang tayo distractions. Pero yung actual reality na kagaya ngayon na we're still, nasa sakuna pa rin tayo. hindi siya totally resolved na parang mahilig tayo magdili-dali na, o oh, sige, ito na lang muna, ito yung temporary na, parang ganun yung message sa akin ng film na parang everything is temporary. So, kailangan um, medyo idili-idili natin ng konti kasi medyo nakakadraging kapag masyado malungkot. Ganyan. At the same time, yung emotions din ni, ni Madam Charo as yung nanay na parang she's trying to put everything hold everything together kaso hindi niya magawa kasi nga nasa sakuna sila tapos alam mo yung very unfortunate naman talaga kasi nangyari na parang akala mo normal lang siya na ulan yun pala yun so yun yun yung ano ko sa kanya na uh, maganda yung uh, relationship ni cinematographer and ni colorist lalo na medyo may pagka magical surrealism realism yung ibang parts niya and Sobrang natuwa ako sa kay, kay Daniel Padilla dito kasi na, mas naan pa nga niya eh, mas na-overpower niya pa si Madam Charo in a way na very ah. subtle siya na parang may pagka James Dean na alam mo yung dinadaan niya lang sa tingin. <laughs> Gawin mong soundbite yan, sis. Para ah, Oo nga eh. Gusto ko yung pa James Dean. James Dean, ah. Oo. 
Pinataangan ako sa tingin. Pero yun, the turmoil is in space. Ganun. Oh, turmoil. What a word. What a word. <laughs> Charot. O oh, sige, yun lang. Okay. Yun na nagpakita ko. Ano na pinagsasabi ko. <laughs> Yung mga Daniel fans na finast forward dito sa ano na to. Oo. Ano. Oh, oh. The turmoil in his face. Gano. The, the turmoil in his face. <laughs> Pero in fairness nga kay Daniel Padilla. Yeah. This, this is a really great performance from him. Uh, uh, Roland, ikaw, your thoughts on whether the weather is fine? Okay, unang-una, um, I think na-appreciate ko yung courage ni Madam Charo na tumai sa, sa film, di ba? Dahil kahit si <laughs> Chloe Zhao, hindi pinagawa kay Francis McDormand yun. Hindi natin nakita on screen. <laughs> so, so ito, talaga yung, ito talaga yung image ng poverty. <laughs> so, yun. Ang ganda ng ano, no? Yung build up. Ang tagal eh. Ang tagal pa ako magpunas. <laughs> Ang ganda ng mga commentary nyo sa una. Pagkating dito, lupos sa tae. <laughs> Kasi na pelikula pero nagtatawanan tayo sa review, 'di ba? Oo. Pero shock talaga ako pero actually half dalawa yung perspective ko dito sa film na to eh. Gusto ko yung tone niya, eh. gustong-gusto ko yung tone niya hanggang ngayon kapag naiisip ko yung tone niya may something dun sa tone na it's 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 bittersweet or maybe shallow yung bittersweet. It's more of parang it's magical pero it's very sad in, uh, in on the edges. So um If you look at that perspective, I think this film re- resonates really well. Pero yung, ang ano ko lang is yung hindi ganun ka-clear yung narrative direction niya. Because if you if you want to tell uh, what happens in the movie, konti lang yung nangyari, di ba? They, um, the lead guy wants to bring the, his uh, his parents to Manila. So, yun lang. Parang nag-navigate lang sila around the, the rampage and then And then gusto niya dalhin yung mother niya sa Manila. Basically yun lang yung plot and everything was more of a montage of uh or a satire sequence of 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 what happens to the tragedy. And I think I have an idea because abroad abroad wise they really like the film and I was thinking why. I mean, I I've read some reviews locally and they are more of mixed. And I think the reason is that it's because of the approach. It's magical realism. And and maybe the foreigners, um, they know a little about Typhoon Yolanda and what happened there. So, mas nag-work yung magical realism if you don't know how sad or the real, uh, kung gaano ka devastated yung, yung lugar na yun after the tragedy. Because tayong mga Pinoy, alam natin kung gaano ka-green yung nangyari noong time na yun, di ba? So, so, applying magical realism to the film might might work for some, but might not work for others because we need a way in natin na tama bang iput into perspective into some um humor yung nangyaring tragedy na yon because to us we know the intensity of it unlike yung mga foreigners they just know from history or from reading and they see oh it's magical realism but yeah i i really appreciate the approach and i think this will do well in the oscars because Because may mga nababasa ko, sabi nila on the job daw ipadala. Pero I think yung genre elements nung, nung on the job might not work well, unlike for this one. Because ito may parang may, may sense of hope. And yun yung gustong-gusto ng mga voters, di ba? Parang about poverty, but despite of that, there's hope. And, you know, 
there's a relationship between parents and his children. So I think this will click well on some voters. Although, isa pa sa mga nabasa kong commentary is yung, yung parang yung iba is take into something negative yung uh, parang mixed production like is isa daw screenwriter, is a foreigner. So I don't know yung kung bakit nag kung, kung paano na finance yung film or kung paano na buo yung film but and kung paano na affect yung uh, development ng script if there's someone who's not Filipino but I don't really care because we're in the age of you know of producing a film that that can be produced by 10 countries you know so so I don't really care about that I don't look at that context but I've read some reviews that they got easily turned off because one of the screenwriters is not by is not uh, by our own blood so I'm not sure I mean maybe I need to rewatch it in order to appreciate more appreciate appreciate it more but but to that context yes I think maganda yung film and I think this should be shown internationally para makita nila yung more of a better picture of how uh, how what the tragedy unfolds in that place uh, many years ago yeah uh, Jim, your thoughts on uh, whether the weather is fine? Ako naman, yung napansin ko dun sa film, yung makeup ni Madam Charo, ba? parang kahit na binagyo, <laughs> taray nung ano, eh, diba? nung tila, eh, parang, my gosh, fresh pa din si Madam. Parang, parang paano nangyari yun? How to be you? Kahit na binagyo na yung character, eh. <laughs> may ano pa rin, ang ganda pa rin yung makeup, diba? Maybe it's Maybelline. Ganun. <laughs> Ganon. <laughs> but anyway, um, nasabi ko nga dun sa review ko sa timeline ko na ang Philippine cinema kasi ano siya, bihira siyang makagawa ng disaster film na nag-stick sa mind ng audience. Kasi, for instance, like, yung Apoy sa Puso um, discussing pinatubo um, eruption. Nag-aaway pa. Di ba may love triangle nag-aaway na pumu- habang pumuputok ng vulkan. So parang, <laughs> <laughs> Gano'n. And um, Lahar, hindi ko na rin masyadong matandaan, although I need siguro to rewatch it. Pero another film na nag-discuss ng Yolanda disaster ay Taklug ni Ano Brillante Mendoza, di ba? And napaka-grim or bleak nung ano film. Yeah. Um, when it comes naman to whether the weather is fine, Ano, agree ako doon sa sinabi ni Cesc. Yung parang yung right word for that. Surili yung, ano, yung pelikula. Yes. Ganun. Oh. Yun. Kaya nga nasabi ko, parang it feels like taklub meets, ano eh, um, ang huling berhen sa lupa. Kasi yung character, di ba, ni Rance Rifol. At may healing power. Parang ang huling berhen sa lupa ata ito ni, ano, Joel Lamanga. May ganun. Pero, ang um, I agree with you guys. Kasi ako aminado, nagustuhan ko yung performance ni Daniel Padilla dito. Kasi, alam naman natin yung mga Okay, I'm sorry, ano, mga Daniel fans. Yung mga karakter ni Daniel Padilla in ano, romance drama and romantic comedy. Um, I felt limited siya with doon sa mga ganong ano, range. Eh dito, nakita natin na subtle siya, ganyan. Um, restrain yung performance niya, ganyan. And sa mga close-up, ganda ng mga close-up niya dito, ano, Daniel Padilla. Oh. Ayun. Tapos, Ay, yung pa yung mga na-notice ko dyan, naalala mo yung parang, ba't may nagzo-zumba eh? <laughs> may, eh, alam na nga natin, di ba yung, yung taklub eh, mala, ano talaga, yung takloban, ano, um, Yolanda disaster. Talagang even us, di ba, while watching news sa TV, even as parang we are affected, na parang nadadama natin yung, ano eh, yung 
suffering. Kasi biglang, bakit may biglang may Zumba na ano? Totoo ba? May ganito ba? <laughs> eh, naalala ko nga pala surreal and may magic realism nga pala itong, ano, itong film. Tapos diba dun sa ending ng film, mayroong eksena dun na sumasayaw si Charo Santos. Dun sa may hill ata yun, something. Oo, sa himig ng pag-ibig. Oo, yun. It reminded me nung short film ni Carlo Manatad na Jody Lerks de la Cruz. Kasi diba yung karakter ni Anjali Bayani, ganun din yung may pasayaw sa'yo. Ek-ek, ganyan. Skariotic, diba yung ano yung nangyari dun sa ano, Jody Lerks de la Cruz. Actually, ako gusto kong mapanood yung short film ni Carlo Manatad na Eminent Eminent. Kasi diba sabi, yun daw yung parang prototype or parang prototype nung ano nung weather the weather is fine kasi with the weather whether the weather is fine na full length na iba na yung ano yung i believe iba na yung siguro ah iba na yung pagkakagawa because iba rin naman pag short film diba tapos ano pa bang add ko dito with the film ah okay ah uh, with Taklub kasi diba mas nakita natin yung ano sila nagdeal with a loss with grief ganyan and yung paano sila makakabangon ano af, ano during the aftermath diba ng ano ng Rwanda dito naman in the film ang nakita natin was that may part kasi sa film na napaka-unreal diba pero in a way maybe it it is a form of coping or dealing din ng loss or grief ng mga tao na parang may mga times na they are imagining things ganyan So, yun. So far, yun na. Yun. Um, I guess ako naman, no? Uh, interesting na na-point out mo, Jim, yung Zumba scene. Kasi yun talaga yung nag-stick sa utak ko, eh, dito sa pagpapanood ko ng pelikulang to. And yun nga, uh, I think yung prototypical film niya for this was yung Imminent Imminent or The Other Way Around, whatever, na short film niya. And yung expand niya yung idea na yun to this. And... Um, yung yung back yung backdrop niya yung pagka-shoot niya of scenes na of this scenes with devastation na naglalakad yung dalawa in the middle of it reminded me of films like um yung Himizu ni Shionso no which uh which was set in the backdrop of the Fukushima nuclear disaster pero here mas surrealist talaga yung take ni Manatad although talagang to be fair si Manatad very, ano siya eh, yung mga films niya, they lean towards absurdity talaga eh. Na tipong, and it makes sense here, uh, as exemplified dun sa Zumba scene na parang, this is unspeakable tragedy, pero bakit nagsuzumba itong mga to? Pero nung inisip, inisip ko when I was talking uh, uh, about this film with yung kasama ko, she told me na, alam mo, it, it doesn't feel that far-fetched. Kasi nakakakita ka pa rin ng mga Zumba na ganyan in the middle of mga ganitong disasters. May nagzo-Zumba pa rin eh. So it, it's weirdly plausible in a, in a sort of way. Um, which means na sometimes in, in the face of parang unspeakable tragedy, yung... So, things, parang may point na hindi mo na ma-process yung nangyayari sa'yo to the point na nagmumuka siyang sobrang unreal, which is the term you use, Jim, no? Sobrang unreal na siya sa'yo, even if it's really what's happening. And uh, there's also a call to, abs- yung ano to absurdity here with, for example, there's this one scene na 
um, there's uh, a policeman who's giving uh, instructions to the evacuees. Tapos sobrang, wala, gibberish yung sinasabi niya. And nagre-reflect yun sa subtitles as in random keys lang. Which, which also speaks to the parang sobrang kawirdohan ng response to the pandemic. Because you're, you're expecting the government to help you in the, in, dito sa Yolanda. Pero they did not receive help. Or re, they did not receive the... Um, parang the response that they were expecting. The, yung ano eh, parang walang sense yung ginagawa nila. And I guess it resonates here too kasi ano bang the response to the pandemic na nararamdaman natin ngayon, it might as well be gibberish din sa atin kasi it's so hard to make sense of it parang because there are some provisions here that really don't make any common sense. And it says something about parang from then even sa time ng Yolanda even until now we still have difficulty or we still have a hard time trying to understand yung nonsense na yung nonsense na binibigay sa atin ng uh, ng gobyerno sometimes yun so it it really yun yung i think yun yung binibigay niyang tone to it On the other hand, um, yung pinaka ano na criticism na nakita ko dito was that there's some sort of veneer of artificiality on in this in the whole thing. Na I think napansin ni Jim when he's noted na bakit si Tita Charo nakamakeup pa rin kahit na ano um, it's kahit na yun nga sobrang bumagyo na. Um, why was the Kumbaga, in comparison to Brillante Mendoza's realistic on the whole situation sa Taklub, ito is, this is an unrealistic kumbaga, or surrealistic on the whole situation. And it's a very fine line to balance it out. Kunyari, nagtaka ako doon sa Roro. Bakit may disco ball sa Roro? Bakit may fireworks? Diba? Pero, yeah, it's, it's all in the service of getting that, that weird tone eh. Na, that I understand. Pero I understand then that it's not gonna be a thing that's gonna work for everybody. Because especially with Filipino audiences, there's some sort of immediacy to the whole thing. Kahit na this thing happened four years ago, parang, eh, ganyan pa rin tayo sa, ganyan pa rin eh. Parang nararamdaman pa rin natin yung scope ng tragedy na yun. Meanwhile, the rest of the world, maybe they don't have the same... Um, the same proximity to the material no or to the to the subject matter which is why they can watch it at a more interesting distance and they can siguro uh, appreciate it as some sort of ayun, as as more of an artistic thing than than it is an adapt, uh, as a take on a very serious um historical event sa atin no yun so yeah all, all in all i liked it Uh, it's very well acted. Kudos kay Daniel Padilla. I hope Filipinos get to see this. I would I would like to see what their reactions will be to this film. Um, and uh, yon, that's it, I guess. <laughs> Any final Ito, thoughts? Kaya sa MMF, or wala pang announcement kung uh, wala pang official ano? Wala pang official na word no? Pero Uh, siguro 
kung pupusta ako, pupusta ako na ipapalabas yan sa MMFF. Kasi... Parang bagay siya eh. Diba? Oo. I think ano eh. I think... Ayan, Daniel Padilla, marami nang manunood. Katie Tacharo. The subject mat is very interesting. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people would... Kung, kung ipapalabas siya sa MMFF, I think maraming manunood. Akala, ako naman nakala ko baka ipalabas to sa ano. Q-cinema. Ang naisip ko Q-cinema. Oh. That's also a possibility din eh. Mm-hmm. Um, pero let's see. We, we don't know. We, who knows? In the future. Mano, siguro mas ano to, mas MMFF kasi malaki ang hatak ni Daniel. Oo. Oh, <laughs> star power lang yun. Eh. <laughs> ayan, to be fair, ayan, yun nga, gaya ng sabi ko, this is the best Daniel Padilla film for me. Um, second siguro yung she's dating the gangster. Kala ko daw so fast. Charot! Ano? 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 pala DJ fan pala si John. <laughs> Alam mo, fan naman ako ng mga love team, love team in na yan. Basta okay yung pelikulang nilalabas na nila. Tingnan mo, um, si Jadine, meron silang Never Not Love You. Si um, Liz Quen, merong Along Together. So ito, Catherine, hello love goodbye. Hello love goodbye. <laughs> Tsaka si Daniel naman ito. Oh, di ba? Yes. Si weather the weather pala sa kanya. No? <laughs> Interesting na nararamdaman ko din siya no, si yung influence dito ni Wami Alcazarin kasi I think she's production designer for this film. Oh nga, ang ganda ng ano niya, production design niya. Yeah. Na yun din mga pelikula noon, my gosh, very very abstract, very siya straightforward pero very interesting nevertheless. Mm-hmm. So, yun. Um, ayun, may final thoughts pa kayo on whether the weather is fine? Sana nga mapatama si Roland. Sana mapalabas in like MMFF or some sort of film fest. Ayun. Oh. Um, do you have any final thoughts on TIFF itself? Yun. In terms of all the films you've watched. Anyone anyone volunteer? <laughs> Mas ano ito, question ko na lang sa inyo. Mas okay ba tong entries this year o mas mas okay yung last year? Uh, ako si Rola ni ko muna. Personally, I think mas okay yung ngayon kasi last year if you remember, 50 lang yung pagpipilian. Ngayon, hmm. i-expand nila <laughs> sa 100. So if you'll notice as well, Um, mas madami nga yung uh, Cannes Film Festival entries. And yung mga Cannes Film Festival entries last year, hindi rin ganun magaganda, di ba? Dahil formally walang nangyaring Cannes Film Festival. Oh. And ngayon, bumalik uli yung mga film fest na naabangan natin na mapapass down sa tip. So maraming entry yung nag-play. And yeah, na-notice ko mas marami yung binigyan ko ratings na mas mataas this year. So I think it, it, this is a better festival for sure. Based so, sa mga... outlier lang to Badland last year. <laughs> Oo nga. Based sa mga napanood ko sa TIFF last year, o nga, agree ako na mas gusto ko ngayon. Although, hopefully, in the future, meron pa rin silang ganitong screenings for people like us na nandito sa mga third world countries. Yan nga, third world cinema club, di ba? ano na may access pa rin tayo somehow sa sana nga oo yun la <laughs> kasi ano eh it's it's a international travel it's gonna take a long time before it's gonna be restored 
minimum yan siguro five years or more depending sa kung how fast our countries recover from the pandemic, if at all. Diba? Um, and hopefully one day, makapunta kami dyan sa Canada, mabisita ka namin dyan. Para... Correct. <laughs> yes! Yaman natin, <laughs> no? Pumunta kayo, ng... oh, eh. <laughs> kayo ng in-person screenings. Enjoy sa trip kapag bumalik na siya ng ordinary screening. Stressful mm-hmm. siya kasi transfer-transfer ka ng cinema. Pero mas mapifilm mo talaga yung festival. May mga guest. Oh. Alam mo yan. Nandun yung mga filmmaker. Nakita ko na si Hamaguchi. Nakita ko na siya. Oh. Yun. Very <laughs> uh, soft-spoken guy siya. And nakakatuwa lang. Si, si Lee Chang-dong nagpasangin pa ako ng autograph sa kanya. Nung inabang ko, umalis yung mga tao kasi nakaupo pa rin siya. Ganun. So, maganda kasi makakakausap mo talaga sila ng ng ano ng in person hindi ka kumbaga pati yung mga nakabantay hindi sila yung parang gagwardian sila di ba sa Pilipinas parang ang higpit ng ano bago oh, pa makalaman ako dito hindi yung itsura na siguro natin doon no? parang kayo pa picture ako naman huwag gusto nyo gumes actually <laughs> 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 Wow naman! Hey, Steve. <laughs> Denis Villeneuve in Third World Cinema Club. Yes. Ganun. Uh, hey, Denis. Oh my gosh! Hey, Denis. Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Parang Denis. Pwede ka bang... Denis! Bigyan niya ng dried mango. Yun yun. <laughs> This is from the Philippines. Dried mango. Very, very oh. delicious. <laughs> may ano, may, may pack. Meron akong echo bag. Naka-echo bag, no? Naka-echo bag. Do you want to get on Third World Cinema Club? Tapos may nilalabas na, ano? Echo bag. Echo bag na dried, dried fruits. <laughs> dried bag. Oh, kasi, ano, Rolando. Kasi sa Pilipinas. Yan yan yung pinapagawa sa akin yung dalawang yan. Uy, tanong mo naman siya kung pwede mag-guess, gano'n. Hmm. O oh, sige, pa. wait. <laughs> Sina na ba international guest natin, sis? Yung mga ano lang, sabi ni Saya lang, no? Sabi ni Saya. Ah, yung oh, ano, oh. show me what you got. Show me what you si got. show me what you got, oo. Oh. Hindi natuloy yung Saka... ano natin ng Christopher Doyle natin, no? Oh, sayang. Kaya nga, eh. <laughs> sayang si Kaya. Uy, ako. Oh. Natatakot ako sa kanya. Parang feeling ko late siya. <laughs> Parang barumbado. Feeling ko. <laughs> Saka-record tayo ngayon, no? Naka-record tayo. Ay, so... Sasabi natin barumbado. <laughs> Wala oh, na. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Today on Christopher Doyle. Tapos alam mo yung ako tahimik lang biglang. May I ask? Are you drunk last night? Gano'n. <laughs> are you drunk? Are you, is that why you're late? Gano'n. Huwag. <laughs> The joke lang. <laughs> The views and opinions of. <laughs> Charat. Pero hopefully more international cinema. No? Um, yes. Uh, and if you want to guest here on a little podcast in the Philippines, <laughs> give us a call. Hindi ba pinangarap so, natin one time siya, no? Apit siya po. Cinema ba mangyayari? Oo. Yeah. Oh, oh. Apo, mangyayari ah, siya. Pero wala. Naganap naman siya. Oo, oh, okay. Kasi oh. aga nilang ito na ngayon eh. Ano, November 29? 29 ba? 26. 26. Ah, November. Okay, okay. Oo, oh, oo. Oh. Hindi ko pa na-post. Pero ano, maaga kasi silang nag, ano ngayon eh naghanap ng films. Parang mga January or yeah. February. Ah, November 26 to December 5. Sabi dito sa email. Ayun. Yes. May, ano, may, oh. may preview episode kami para dyan na ilalabas namin soon. With very, 
distinguished film critics. Wow! Hindi wow. Mga, wow. Hindi wow. yung mga kagaya namin na wala lang. Pablog wow. na lang. <laughs> Charat lang. Wow! wow. <laughs> So, yun lang guys, no? Oy, thank you Roland for joining us. Thank you Roland. Thank you. Always. Sa ulitin. <laughs> sige, sige. Ayan. So, until next episode, um, we will see you guys uh, and bye-bye. Bye.